KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, created and hosted by Scott Knudsen, to explore the crossroads of horses and business. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Hi, and welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen. Whether you're listening to us on KCAA, the NBC affiliate out in California, or watching our show on our podcast on one of our many platforms, we want to thank you. Today we have Janice Johnson-Wilson back on the show for part two. She is a clinician. She's been in the horse industry for over 60 years at a very high level. She's a Hall of Fame member of pole bending, and she's a, a writer with a brand new book coming out this summer. Thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, well, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. I, it's been so much fun to do my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm, love I'm, I'm, I'm from the old school. I'm into organic computers and you see <laughs> what these electronic computers can do and how much fun it is to do these things. It's wonderful. It's Thank so you fun. so much for having Thank me. Thank you. Oh, oh my goodness. What, what a are surprise. you doing? What, is a, what surprise? a surprise. You look great. You how you been? She told me to. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that is so great. Wileen, I'm so good to, good to see you. you yeah, I'll come sit down for a little bit. Come on, sit a spill. Yep, so what yep, have you yep. been up to? You've been traveling? Well, I just, <laughs> yeah, um, it was a very sad experience because I just came home from Hawaii. Oh, my. So I was, I was really upset about it. I wasn't there longer. <laughs> no, yeah, it was amazing. And I uh, just had a little R&R, which I don't get much of. So that was nice to just wake up and walk out to the beach. And Oh, um, my so goodness. How great yeah, is but that? I'm on my way to Houston tonight, so I'm on a plane here shortly. So I've got a little bit of time. Awesome, awesome. Hey. Man, we're having so much fun with your mom. It's such a blessing to get to talk to her. And uh, we recorded part one last week, and everybody's like, man, she is so great. Do another one. So, uh, yeah, so much yeah she's, she's kind of awesome. She's, we're doing part two, right? Yeah. Doing you know, part there's two. always a part two with Janice. The viewer <laughs> demand. The viewer demand. <laughs> <laughs> I live by plan A, plan B, plan C, plan D. That's yep. good. <laughs> no, I'm just fly by the seat of my pants. I, I mean, I I'm, like, yeah. I'm like the tumbleweed nobody can catch. Like, there it is. Wait, no, it's over here. It's, I just blow into town and blow out of town. I'm like, Mom, I'm blow here. I gotta do some laundry. See you later. Yep, yep. yep. Like, I'll do some laundry. I gotta do this. Gotta go here. Here's your drink. Gotta go. Like, you know, yeah. It's never longer she than brought, a day. She brought me a drink. A lemonade today. That's good. I did, I did because it's amazing. It's sangria lim, lemonade that you get uh, from Salad and Go. I'm not trying to shamelessly plug them, but just know it's pretty. It's, it's pretty good day. stuff. Oh, uh, out of this world. Well, I'm happy you're getting some time with my mom because she's she's a kick in the pants, and you know, I am we've all too. something from her. For sure. I am too. You know, when we met in Fort Worth, or, or um, I got to meet her, and we talked, and. Uh, She's just such an amazing lady in person and, and uh, the stories. What was that like growing up? So in part one, she told the story when you were eight, you trained uh, somebody's horse. Y'all were traveling somebody somewhere. One day, 
yeah, yeah. that's the first horse I ever started that like legitimately started. Was it really? Yeah. So, so what yeah. was it like she growing up? Your mom? You know, I guess I didn't know it any any other way, honestly. And I I would have people come along and they would say, "Oh, you're so lucky to have like a mom that that supports you and like you know takes you places and you get to ride horses and do things and." And then I'd see the big rigs at the high school rodeo and the fancy horses. And I'm like, yeah, I ain't that lucky. You know, I had to earn it. <laughs> it's so true. She didn't, the cool thing about my mom, the one thing that's cool about my mom is that she's non-conventional and she doesn't care what anyone thinks. I'll say it. She don't, she don't give a fat rat's ass what anyone thinks. And she's <laughs> like prides herself on her knowledge and her experience. And she, she comes from a loving place, obviously. And so growing up, I think, uh, you know, we didn't recognize how much we were being groomed and prepared for life, but she, she taught us how to be road warriors and how to work hard and to be cheerful and to be respectful and, uh, you know, to enjoy life, yeah, enjoy <laughs> life and smile. Like, look at me, I'm, I'm happy all the time. And you I are. think, you, are. you know, I, a lot of that comes from my parents and the way that they raised me and, and, uh, we weren't helicopters. <laughs> no, and I think about that all the time as a parent. Like that was something that was great about my mom and dad. They were like, y'all just figure it out. Like we're not, we're not gonna help you. Like figure it out. We're, we're busy working on big people problems. Like <laughs> yeah. I love and so it. I think we were suited for ourselves. Like we'd be riding, I remember riding with Winda one year when we were, she was five, I was seven, and we had these two ponies. Uh, one was named Blackie, and he was a little Navajo reservation, little stunted kind of. Oh yeah, he looked like horse. a Mustang, but he was he was poor thing. He just wasn't much to look at, but he was kind of slow and not easy to eagerly get him to go because he was just so dang lazy. And then the other little pony we had was a little. He was a POA, wasn't he? Yes. His name was Red. These are really original names, by the way. Yeah, I, I uh, Blackie and Red, and yeah. um, and Red was was kind of a spooky, goofy kind of a quirky little guy and blackie hell he didn't care what you did he you could put 12 kids on him he didn't care but red was a little more sensitive and so red was very scared of tarps and so i always came up with a brilliant idea to just drag a tarp behind him might as well to get him going so that blackie <laughs> would get going and that's how we as girls like as riders when we were young we didn't have saddles i mean this is all bareback maybe with like twine in their mouth you know it was yeah but my mom i think i remember one time <laughs> this makes me laugh but one time <laughs> i was out messing with a horse and i was kind of being ornery to it and she sat out there in the trees and watched me and then as soon as i saw her shadow i was like oh uh -oh. no <laughs> she saw what i just oh i'm gonna pay for that and uh -oh. i remember one time i don't know if you switched me then if you paddled me then but i remember <laughs> she's like you won't ever do that again and i was like you're right i won't and, no, I went back and i'm like i'm so glad you busted my butt because i need it I, that's what's wrong with kids yeah. nowadays yeah. Like, yeah absolutely knock it off kiddo <laughs> i learned it from my mother you know yeah. you didn't make mistakes and you didn't want to make mistakes no and uh they expected us to be you know understanding and by the rules there you <laughs> and go i expected that out of my kids yeah too. we were good kids you know like we weren't you know our idea of being bad was like sneaking out at night to go steal horses out of the barn to go riding like it was never yeah. you know we were pretty good kids and the, you know where we grew up at the barn it was like a big community 
anyway, it's just this big revolving door of amazing people and funny people and quirky people and and a lot of different horses too, for that matter. Yeah. And we uh, had a lot coming in all kinds. But I just thought, I, I wish, I wish we could go back to that time. I wish we could rewind, yeah. you know, 30 years ago, just to, to sit in that, to be at the barn and, and just because now with all the technology, I wish we had drones back then. And I wish we had iPhones and ways to capture yeah. what we were doing because there's all this lost art that we never captured on film. I mean, hundreds of hours of it you know we were doing really brilliant beautiful things with horses but it was never captured on film so now i I think that's why we try to document and explain explain and and show people what to do with their horses because it's a dying lost art and a lot of people need encouragement they need uh good coaching advice and obviously there's an opinion from everybody you know yeah Um, i try to see the beauty in and everything that somebody brings to the table even if I don't like someone's method, I go, but there's something I can take from something they do. Oh, yeah. right. So I always have a generous, um, like appreciation for other trainers and other clinicians. I have nothing but the utmost respect for those who put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. And because uh, it makes me want to be better. It makes me yeah, want to try harder. So absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. We, I, it was, you know, it's taken me a while to get my life figured out and what it is I'm doing, where I'm going, but that's okay. I've just been, yeah. been a wild journey, you know, and like we, we're all wild trying wild. to figure it out. Absolutely, I know nobody has it figured no, out. I was going to say, I sure don't. It's called onward and upward. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, onward and upward, and have fun doing it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and I, I, I remind myself on a constant basis just to find the joy and the love in my life that's all around, and to be okay. grateful for what I do have. Yeah. and I think. I was grateful to be raised by parents who were pretty frugal and, uh, you know, we never went to the department stores. We shopped at the thrift store. Uh, like, yes. <laughs> I still shop at the thrift store. Yeah. Um, and that's something my parents instilled in me was to be smart about the way we um, spend our time and our money and our yeah. energy. And I was, I was glad that we had that opportunity to grow up at the barn because we just, it was like nonstop, nonstop riding or working. Yeah, love it. Oh, it was fun. I miss Arizona. I miss all of it. I miss the whole um, community aspect of it. And even the barn, just all the wackadoodle horses that walked through those barn doors. (laughs) We had a bunch of them. Oh, isn't that fun? Yep. And we had fun with them. Um, When you you go to the thrift store and find all those treasures, my my so motto true. is, when you got it, you flaunt it. And that's why. <laughs> and that's there you why, go. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, why why Dean has some beautiful jewelry and stuff, and and she sets a good example. Yes, she does. My, yes, she yeah, does. I try. You know, I think I I try. I'm very trying. Yeah, <laughs> I just try to do the best I can. I'm not perfect. I am not perfect. My mother. One time when she was in the hospital, I, they came in and said, Eva, how are you feeling? And she said, with my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> the jokes never get old. Yeah, They the don't. And she just keeps coming no. with them. Just oh, keeps on. Let me tell you, she's just getting warmed up. <laughs> There's much more, isn't there? Yeah. Well, I've forgotten more than I can remember. I always tell everyone, hey, if you're going to call Janice or spend time with her, I'm like, set aside a day. Yeah, just you put it aside. Put it's it going to take time. Yes. So just yes. buckle up. 
and, and get educated. <laughs> Listen, she's knowledge gonna, she's gonna she's gonna come at you like a fire hydrant with information. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be drinking from the from the fire hydrant. <laughs> yeah. so. from the well of knowledge. Yep. There you go. Yep. That's right. Absolutely. Yep. 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 Yeah. Oh. So we're we're good. We're yes. happy, and you know, I I'm appreciative for my sisters, and they're all equally different. All our all the siblings are different in our own way and we're all beautiful and talented in our own right and we all bring something to the table and excelling uh-huh. yeah, we have, i have three older brothers and uh, a lot of people don't know i have older brothers i didn't and know that my, my middle brother is a double amputee he has no feet wow he's a signs amputee but he's i love a- doing that people go <gasps> No, yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened? And <laughs> we cut him off. We <laughs> we never knew he was handicapped because it wasn't a thing in our family. It was right. like he was part of the tribe, part regardless of, of what his body looked like. And it was cool to grow up with a brother that was that way because he used to poke fun at himself and he had these prosthetic legs and he'd turn them around backwards and goof <laughs> off and kick him off in the middle of a football game. And like he was just a big, a really big goofball and a kind of a comedian. Isn't that and, great? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was a great way to have a brother that was a, a good example of yes. you have things in your life that maybe try to slow you down. We, you would never know he was handicapped ever. Yeah, he's an EMT paramedic firefighter and he bought a business and he's being very, very successful. And listen, he set out the goal to run a marathon and I looked right at him and I said, Jay, if you decide you're going to run a marathon, I'm going to run right next to you because you don't have feet and I do. So yeah. what is my lazy ass excuse? Come on, yes. Wiley. <laughs> like your brother who has no feet wants to run a marathon. Like, oh my goodness. Scott will be right back with more. Hi, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Today, we're going to talk about something I'm really passionate about. Those that know me know I love my coffee. Those that don't, now you know I do. And we've been working on this for several months, and we, we wanted to get it just right. And we don't put our name on anything unless we feel 100% certain it's, it's the best product we can get. And uh, we, we've done it. I really believe we've done it. We've created a coffee line, 13 great flavors. I'm going to show you three of them. We have K-Cups in all 13 flavors. Here's a Jamaican Me Crazy. It's a, just a really great coffee. Everyone has great logos. It has a brand, the same brand that's on our horses, our trailers. You know that brand means something and we wouldn't put it on here if it wasn't good coffee. We have whole bean. This is a great Honduran blend and uh, it's a whole bean coffee. We have whole bean in all 13 flavors. And then we have a ground coffee. Uh, this is a really great one. My wife and I really like this a lot, loved it. So we named it after our daughter, Hayes Glenn. Everyone has the packaging and the logo of the show, our brand, and I hope you like it. I, I really believe you will. And we're gonna have more flavors coming out soon. We're gonna have the pumpkin spices and then we're gonna go to peppermint after that. And please send us your suggestions as well. You can find it at cowboyentrepreneur.shop. Think coffee shop, cowboyentrepreneur.shop. Thank you so much. You know, we have a, our family is quite unique. Yes. Isn't <laughs> yeah. that great? Isn't that yeah. great? We traveled a lot with the whole family and took those kids all kinds of places. I don't know places. how she did it. Well, I don't one, day at time, one thing at a time. You know, oh, we were hellions. And they dressed them all alike in Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> To go Did to you? Disneyland and 
Sea World and stuff. Oh yeah. Because you listen, if you got lost, you could find you it. Could find them. You could see <laughs> white, like they were beautiful. Blue there they go. Flowers <laughs> on them, and and we being florists, well, it was just ran right with them. Yeah, and uh, that's funny. Yeah, so that we looked good and we dressed alike for yearly pictures for the calendar and stuff like I that. I love that. Yeah, it was. <laughs> you know what, my mom. I think you know. You just have to think of like a mother hen. She like loves you, but she doesn't care about you. She's like, hurry up, get the way we got things to do. Like, gotta tend to business, you know. Yeah. You know. First. So she was. She wasn't the nurturer, really, per se. She knows this. She's not really a yeah. homemaker. She's a worker. She's yeah. she's a breadwinner. I'm not a show horse. I'm a workhorse. <laughs> Bingo. See, she knows. Yeah. She so knows. oh, I think you know, growing up, we were we were we weren't raised typical that we didn't fit in the normal category box. Right. Yeah. And I was grateful for that because yeah. we didn't, we didn't have, we didn't have neighbors. We didn't grow up with neighbors. We, um, we grew up with horses and we were kind of in the ghetto, honestly. Yeah, we lived in the ghetto. Like the largest <laughs> Latino gang was across the street. Yep, oh, yep. come on. No. Yeah. Prostitutes yeah. on the street going to, when I go to school, they were on the street and, and Hey, I was friends uh, with them. Late. It was fine. And then yeah, we had some yeah. gang gangers that would drive by, you know, it's fine. And, we and survived drug dealers yeah across the street but you know what if had i have not gone to those those difficult times like you can set me down anywhere and i can handle it like yeah, because right. our mom and dad taught us how to think on our feet and to read and to know like even read a map and understand because when we were delivering flowers, flowers that yeah. was before gps wow. nobody knows how to read a map nowadays no 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 it's i don't know they taught us a lot of great things and i think man, I need to be doing more, you know, like she plays several instruments and in every sport there is. My dad was the same way. Wow. Uh, could sing and dance and oh, we play every everywhere. We were good. Yeah. <laughs> we were good. So what was your favorite dance? Oh, the swing. The Western swing. Dancing. Oh, yeah. see. Western dancing. You know, I married a, a great dancer, but I had already, when I la learned how to dance, I'd never learned to dance until I was uh, old, 18 and I went to my first rodeo and there was a drunk there where it was in Jim's bar in Fresno. And, and he Those says- Those are the best ones to learn to dance with. Yes, they are. <laughs> and he says, yeah, you're Phoenix from Phoenix and you know how to do the airs of the, the Phoenix special. And I said, no, I don't know how to dance. <laughs> And he grabbed me up out of the, the booth and didn't let me get off the floor until I could do the swing. <laughs> and so I got to dance all through college and all through Europe and all through every place oh else. Oh my goodness. And married a great dancer. Yeah, my dad is it was a great a dancer. That's and awesome. We we put on a show on that floor. <laughs> it was uh, a wonderful time. We've been pretty fortunate. We've had a really Absolutely. good time. When I say that, I'm not talking about riches beyond measure. I'm saying just like the little small things in life where you get to enjoy and do things as a family and travel and go places and laugh about things and go through hard things. And isn't that wonderful? Yeah, it's isn't been a wild wonderful? ride, but it's been great. You yeah, know, and like absolutely. she always says, you just have to just smile. Yeah, that's it. that's it. That's it. Be grateful to be alive. At this point, there's a lot of people right now that wish they could be upright. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Every day is a gift. So I don't Absolutely. ever, ever take it for granted. I always say thank you. And I'm, 
I'm grateful for my friends and the amazing people I get to meet and the horses I get to ride and the places I get to go. That was all, that was all yeah. meant to be, but it was because I was raised by great parents who taught me how to be in That's society awesome. and be a contributing good member of it. There you go. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> I don't awesome? want to be a minister to society. My mom would have kicked my ass. Yeah, I was going to say, she'd be looking yeah. for that she don't, don't play around. Yeah. <laughs> I remember this one time I was, I mouthed off to her. Uh oh. I was like eight or nine. I don't remember, eight or nine. I don't know. But I, we were, I was on my bike and you came down the barn road. Uh huh. And I sapped off to her and she just reared back and just slapped the living snot right out of me. Yeah. I mean, it just cold clocked me. And I, let me tell you, I deserved it because I know I was mouthing off. And the next thing I know, she, she, she gets kind of gets a hold of my face a little and I go quink and I hit the ground. And all I see is the back wheel of my, of my <laughs> bike spinning and she's driving away in the rattly suburban. And I'm like, oh she got me good on that i deserve that one i did deserve that she left me she was like you know what you don't mouth off to your mother no, yeah. no that was no, all no. it took and then i never mouthed off to her again after that. <laughs> yep and look well, i turned out okay yeah turned out she great got, yes look, she's she there. Yep, so, I, did. On, 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 I was gonna say she got so ornery and sassy oh yeah this is true yes oh, that oh. Uh, she was just starting to come up uh, she was about 12 or 13 in in ffa uh at school and uh, she came home, <laughs> you won't let me go. And I says, well, I'll let you go where? She said, to Russia. I said, to Russia, what are you talking about? Well, they're gonna take exchange to, and I said, get the heck out of the door and go. <laughs> she said, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Yeah. She's like, bye. And she's like, and again, she loves you, but she don't care about you. She's like, no. bye. <laughs> got the money to get her and sent her over and we sent 10 exchange students from our school and they sent russia sent back 10. so that summer we had an absolute blast when i took those russians the, they came off the plane i said grab a swimming suit and some we drove to california and right i right away yeah, and i drove to uh, a friend's house next to a uh, sea world and uh but the next day there, they were going in and there's a tunnel and then there's motor, the Jeep like things. And we were at Disneyland and they were got stopped. Those yeah. poor Russian kids, they couldn't even speak English, but they'd never seen fish. They'd never seen an ocean. They, oh, it was so fun. Oh, it was so fun to share that with them. And you know, you really learn a lot about yourself when you go to another country and you see oh, poverty yeah. at its like, highest did. level and, and communism as well. And I, boy, let me tell you what, it shanked me back hard. Did your, it? Your tie down. I mean, it put, it put the stop to me and it, it humbled me. And I, I lost a lot of my ego and I lost a lot of my sass because I realized how grateful I was to be alive and to be an American, truly. I Absolutely. came home and I kissed the ground that I was standing on. I mean, it was, <laughs> I bet so. I did. I came home and I, I was grateful for the ice in my cup. I yeah. was grateful for air conditioning. I was grateful for deodorant. I was grateful. I was just grateful. Everything um, is grateful. For it all. And uh, I think everybody should spend some time abroad. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And I, 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 I did spend time and... Uh, when I got to Yugoslavia, I was uh, in a cellar with all the meat hanging and all of the cheese oh. and everything. And uh, some James Bond shit. Right yeah, I'm thinking that is. You might want to get out of that room. 
and, the, and there was six of us and uh, we got down to the beach and met six hunky good looking. We were on our way to Greece because one of my friends owned an island in Greece. And oh, because a friend owns an island in Greece. Everybody Might owns as well. well. My mom knows people. Oh, well, well, I think that, she knows I a lot. I yeah. for 10 years. <laughs> and so... Um, do you see where I get it from, Scott? I, I, now I understand. Now, you know. yeah. now I understand. Now it's revealed. <laughs> this yeah. didn't even make part one. How did you leave this out? <laughs> An island in Greece. Oh, yeah. How did I meet him? That was Tassie Vadis, and he was the second largest Greek shipping magnate in <laughs> the world. And he was Aristotle Onassis's next door neighbor. And we we traveled together and we had fun. And, but this is uh, why you go, because you never know unless you go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that's the same thing with horses. You never know unless you try. Absolutely. So don't Say ever yes. stop yourself. Yeah. That's one thing I've learned. It's like universal. That's a universal law. Just always try. Take a yeah. step forward. Absolutely. Say you yes. You never know what's on the other side. You and, just don't. Uh, his right. offices were in the trade center that, the you know, we lost. But I don't think that you were there that day that, they blew up the building so mm. yeah and we i was in new york going getting ready to go to europe and he calls up and he says you want to come over i have my old ship is in town you want to come over and it was a greek ship and uh, <laughs> it was a huge um, ocean you know barge he shipped oil and he shipped everything else and I got to go down to the bowels of the ship. It's five stories and down there to the big engines and all of that stuff. But we got up there and the uh, the cook was Greek and how came the first meal and uh, all, I ate it all. And the second part, and I ate it all. And third, seven. Everybody eight. knows Janice likes to eat. She's yeah. a she foodie. Likes to eat. Foodies were a foodie. Yeah. Before foodies were foodies, that was that was her. Yeah. All right. She loves food. And we, she taught us to love food. We yeah. love food. Yeah. <laughs> food's food. <laughs> but anyway, we had about 30 people in the in that dinner party uh, when we were on that ship. And we just kept eating and eating and eat and it was delicious. And yeah, we used to have a lot of fun with Tessie oh, wow. and family. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Well, uh, it, that was the years I was going car racing into the Indies, and uh, I went to the car big old, Yeah, I, I can't keep up with her. I don't know I'm how. Trying. I'm just like it I, just keeps coming. Uh, yeah, what do I do? I just uh, yeah, sit here. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I you know that was kind of funny when Wileen hit a teenager. She found my scrapbooks of my old pictures. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. I did. What did you think? With what what I had done when I was younger, that the size of the that goat it was women's goat tying and it was full size two hundred pound goats. Well, there was one of there's one of her flanking a calf, and I'm like, okay, you're pretty legit, mom. You're like, you're tough. Yeah, you're hardcore. Tough. If you're well, if you're I'm flanking calves, like women don't flank calves. They don't rope <laughs> calves. Don't that's legit. That's flanking them. So you know. She was pretty gritty and tough. We already knew that, I think, all along. Yes. Yeah. But she was always, you know, she was raising a family for the longest time, so. Yep. This is the, see the size of that calf. Oh, my her. goodness. That's a, that's that's a good size calf. Cal Poly in 1963. 
Look at that calf. Yeah, and you could see the size of those calves because girls were tying full-size calves just like the boys. And, you know, there I'm finished on that calf. Look at you. That is an yeah. awesome picture. Pretty cool picture. Yeah, she had this really cool little, like, wasn't it a sun devil vest? Yeah, this is the sun devil, one of them. They, we, the first year was gold and the next years were maroon. So I've that'd got, be so cool to like just jump in a time machine and go back to the 60s and wouldn't watch be cool. rodeo. Oh my gosh, I would give anything. That would be amazing. Yeah, wouldn't it be wild this to is, go back? This and how watch things were mom? back then. Just yeah. wild. This is a picture of me with the Arizona team tra trailer for the horse shows for the That's rodeo kids awesome. to travel with, and I'm with my jumping horse, getting ready to, to go to the horse show, and. Uh, yeah, I had lots of fun when I was younger and when I was older, too, uh, basically all my life. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, I've been watching her coach people for my whole life, yeah. like whatever it took to get them. I coach, love that. You know, whatever yeah. it, took. it fell down. And here's Tana, <laughs> my one that helped me find Monty Foreman. And, oh, OK, uh, that was OK. Yes, that's the horse. Great picture. What I was searching for help with so long and spent four years of life, my life from age 15 to age 19 trying to just control her instead of letting it be Mother Nature's way. And that's the secret. You have to ride and uh, obey Mother Nature's law. It's not about training. It's about teaching. And when you teach a horse how to be a happy horse, you got the best of of the best and now that we know how to do it so quickly and fast and that was what Monty wanted fastest quickest simplest easiest most humane method from beginning to end any horse any place any time any situation love it <laughs> but he taught people by moving the horse's feet nobody and, does that yeah everybody oh. does that on the ground yeah. really well I might add yeah mm -hmm. but on the saddle I think a lot of people feel way more insecure oh yes they i am the most secure in the saddle like she yeah, taught yeah. us to just get on and handle right. it and fix it right. on the fly like go right because through the movement is how you teach it and how you change it and how you transition so and get the fear out and the human and the horse both mm -hmm. together and so uh i coached wileen all the years that she, Jim Cannon, from age eight and on, she was state champion every year in her, her, her age group. And uh, it was a lot of fun, even on horses that she'd never been on before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She, I borrow, borrow horses and jump mount them and go and run them and win on them. And I, I mean, obviously, horse. that's kind of something that runs along in our line because Minda yeah. jump mounted at the NFR two years ago on a horse she'd never yes, even ridden and placed, you know, yeah. and was second one round. So, you know, that was something that was really uh, vital and beneficial, being able to be exposed to so many different types of horses. Mm -hmm. You could hand me anything and I could be able to chameleon my body to that horse because I've done it. That. I practiced it. Like she said, I've done my 10,000 10, hours. hours. Um, I've mastered 10, it. I mean, and and it's not easy and right. and it can be really difficult sometimes, but you got to have you got to have a little gravel in your gut, you know. And right. I remember multiple times that I would come off of horses or I'd had horses go down with me everybody would gasp and run and my mom would be like yeah she's fine <laughs> a little she's fine, she's fine. <laughs> she never was like oh my God. 
she was like, ah, get up, let's go, come on, let's make yeah. another yeah. one. I grew up with, hey, just if you Suck if your legs up, aren't yes. broken, stand up and get on and let's go. And it. so multiple times I've had situations where I've come off or, and she was always calm and collected. That's how I am in those situations yeah, now as well. Have to be so collected. I'm really grateful that I was raised that way. And I think that's mm-hmm. a rare thing to find and to Absolutely. have in your life. And so I, I'm very fortunate. And well, one one year I bought a new speed horse named Roxy and she was a big Palomino and she was Leo bred oh. and uh, Wiley oh, got man. out there and picked on her a little bit yeah, and that I'm mare because I'm like oh that mare jumped and kicked and and left Wileen in the air as she <laughs> scooted out from under and <laughs> I, thought I that laughed, was Oda. laughed oh that was Oda Okay, yeah, let me back up this story. Hold on, we're going back Uh-oh. up. So I'm 12 years old. I'm at Western Metal <laughs> Club, and I'm on this hot number, this rocket donkey runaway, but <laughs> patterned barrel horse, pretty hot, pretty blown up at the at the gate, would not go in. So I'm trying to get her in, and I'm like spanking her, and she's just soling up, and she finally just gets flat mad. The mayor does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And she rears up. So she rears up like, like lip is on her. So she rears up and then she kicks out. So when she rears up, it kind of pops me up out of the saddle. And then when she kicked, it pushed me up out of the saddle and she took out and right out did. from underneath me. So she left me literally suspended in the air while she took out from underneath me. Yeah, I landed on my feet. She took off and went in the arena. I am I, still laughing about that. Because <laughs> it was like, you couldn't have recreated it if you tried. It was one of those like, oh my gosh, I wish I would have filmed that. Yeah. Right. I had a camera for every time. Oh, that would have been oh. so great. So GoPros, great. I wish I would have had a GoPro all of my childhood. The oh. whole entire thing. Could you imagine? What all would somebody think we now were that saw you? In, yeah. Horses we were confiscating from out of the pasture. We just like borrow them and just throw a piece of twine in their mouth, make a little war bridle and swing up. And away we go. go. We were like shadows in the night. You'd never know we were there. I love it. I it love was it. Fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, oh. I had, uh, they came back with one of my best saddles. The stirrups ripped off and the fenders ripped off. We had a swing set. It was a thing. It's fine. But, but they told me that uh, it was a lie. It was we a, lied. That they got caught We were going to go to jail. Yeah. It was two years before I found out. Oh, we were at no. a school. We were at a school. In the middle, 1 a.m. in the morning and playing follow the leader. We might have got morning. chased by the cops. It's it's my <laughs> maybe maybe and what was the they had a friend she's six foot tall long-legged and they went through the swing set and she had her feet out and that then she caught caught the swing and got guillotined i mean (laughs) she got spun around flipped over backwards backwards. ripped the fenders off the horse takes off oh it's in a residential area we're basically (laughs) at a school chasing this horse down the road on the asphalt Oh, I love it. I oh, love man. It. it was, it was, you know what? That's the kind of criminal activity I'm involved in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fun. it. Just smuggling horses and ripping that's fenders. And ripping fenders, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I've got the saddle fixed and it looks beautiful. Oh, today. I'm hard on stuff. <laughs> yeah. But what a story it has. Uh-huh. Well, and those kids had a good time, uh, except when Winda was riding Lacey and running wide open and she was running 
And instead of bending her and stopping her. Oh, no, turning, no, that's not what happened. I was there. Hold yeah. on. What? The horse took kind of grabbed the bit and took off with her, which is fine. She's like, oh, yeah, normally I let her run. It's fine. But, but what had happened was, is the area that we were in, it was a riparian. So they would like overly like water it and flood it so that the birds would come in and migrate. And then they would take videos and pictures and watch all that. And so they put a sidewalk of all things yes. in the middle of it. Oh. So we, and it was overgrown. So we didn't see it. Yeah. She hit that thing wide open and it was like hitting ice. And when she fell, the horse did a complete front flip. And so did she. And I mean, it was a wreck. I mean, yeah. it, she shouldn't have walked away from it. And I mean, she broke her collarbone. And uh, so blessed. And, and, that was and it. we had a high school rodeo two days later. Oh, no, so. but that wasn't the important thing. The important <laughs> thing was we had glamour shots that next day. <laughs> and the guys, you know, doing her hair and like trying to put the bow on her. And she's like, hey, don't touch me. My collarbone's broken. And, and he's like, your collarbone's broken and you're doing photos. And she's like, yeah, my mom made me. Like, it was just like, <laughs> we're committed. You're not getting out of this. Even you break your collarbone, you're going. Yeah, yeah, still getting your picture. Yeah, you're but still the, getting your pictures done. But the uh -oh. next day, we, we had a quarter horse show and yep. we had a, a high school rodeo. So I took a polo wrap and wrapped her shoulder and our arm onto the, her body and she had to ride one-handed at the high school rodeo. And then at the quarter horse show, I had to have Wileen ride her barrel, barrel horse and pole horse. And everybody had fun. Yeah. <laughs> but Winda. <laughs> Winda still has a massive bone. Oh chair. no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She has a lump lump, yeah. but they slid and burned that side of the mare and oh yeah, yeah it was a wreck it was a bad deal and she was oh. a beautiful arabian that we had and fast and could run and she might have been pretty but she was a little bit on the you know like yeah. she didn't have a brain some of the time <laughs> and that day she just happened to like turn off and then i remember when it was like well bear down here it comes because she didn't know you know the sidewalk was a new addition to this field and because they were basically, it's like in town yeah. now. The, the city's built up around where we were. Um, and so now there's just a lot more community, right? So we didn't even know it was out there. That's why it was kind of a, kind of a mistake, but also we didn't big, know. Big, big right. surprise. Big surprise. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's just life. You can yeah. never control yeah. outside influences. That's why you have to be aware. Love it. Love it. And you got to be blessed by the Lord. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> She well, you good on time? You have to get your plate in there. You I good? need to go. I okay. do need to go, but I'm so happy that I had this opportunity. Oh, it's so good to see you. It really yeah, yeah. It worked out good because I'm not normally here. So I just was here for a little bit of a layover. I flew in this morning at seven from LA and then I go to Houston and then I start lessons and clinics tomorrow. Doing your thing, doing your thing. So you're in Houston. You're just flying right over us. Yeah, just, I'll just wave. Yeah, just wave. I'll wave up. That'd yeah. be great. Well, thank you. You guys. Thanks for popping in. Yeah. No, you bet. You. you bet. No, this has been a pleasure. Thank you. So much fun. Bye. We'll see you soon. Yeah, well, have a good. Have a good night. All right. You thank too. You. Okay. Bye. 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 See. Love you. See you later. Okay. Bye. Have fun in Houston. <laughs> well, that's my crazy kid. <laughs> oh, I love her to death. She's so great. So yeah, great. Lots of good stories and experiences and. Uh, Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with more. 
more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. But um, I find in teaching people that I have so many interesting um, types of people and with, I've done everything from handicapped to very, very successful horsemen. And um, it's always a blast for me because I just love to see them have results. And when they have results, that makes me happy. And, you know, I know how to encourage them and push them. And I coached 40 40 years, the general public all sports. And uh, so uh, that degree came in handy and I never knew I was going to be a PE teacher. (laughs) Isn't that funny how long it takes you? That was my hobby. Was uh, it? Coaching. Yeah, because I owned a flower shop and it was 24 seven and I had six kids and hundred horses at the barn and ran the flower shop and ran the barn. And so I was busy. Really? Oh my goodness. Uh, When, when Wileen and Wenda got into junior high and high school, they said, mom, you've got to come help us. Our coach, that coach would have know how how to teach softball and that doesn't, you know, they were college graduates and teaching what they teach in college to this, these young kids and they wanted to slap bunt and they wanted this and then, yeah. And I just told that, I, so she invited me to come over and I said, you know, the most important thing is run, hit and score and having fun. That's what they will always remember. And it is about how technical you get at this age. They can be technical when they get to college because they love the sport. But so uh, I went in and one day and redesigned her whole program and taught those kids how to bat on the spur of the moment, anything. And still uh, that coach is still one of my best friends and she has 10 kids now. She lives in Queen Creek where I live and we see and we reminisce about the good old days, but she was very, very competent, but I was in there as her assistant the first year. And then the second year I was assistant softball coach at her high, the high school. Um, I was working with a man and the man are and they wanted a woman so that she that I could keep the temperament right like it needed to and it was fun it was amazing I just went in there and say this is the way it should be it this is how you do it and he looks at me and says I yes sir (laughs) well do you think teaching softball or coaching softball with the kids helped you did it translate over the horses and absolutely absolutely I well um I had done horses all my life and knowing what I knew after a foreman gave me the ideas and uh, also my training as a professional, uh, it was really easy to transfer this to that. And uh, it was fun. We had a lot of champion teams. I've coached, um, I don't know how many teams in the last 40 years and uh, it was wonderful but volleyball is my favorite and special and also softball but um, 
you know, and I couldn't coach, but football or basketball or archery or golf or just you whatever. Name it. Yeah, I've done it all. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. Yep, yep, yep. So much fun. And God, I can't believe our hour's almost over. Um, oh, it just goes so fast. In the in part one, I wanted to ask you the word dressage. Yes. Dressage scares a lot of people when they hear the word dressage. Yes. The, the Can you word, break it down for the audience? Okay. Uh, I usually tell people the word horseman means what? It means wisdom. It means knowledge. Common sense, horse sense is what a horseman has to have. And um, everybody thinks that somebody that's riding a horse, but you can be a beginning, intermediate, or advanced. Of course, our goal is to get advanced and ride horse show rules and pretty and beautiful at the horse show. But I've been to the world show many times. I've watched the warm-up pen. I've watched the riders look like they were absolutely miserable. They were statues on the top of the horse. In some classes, their arms straight down and others, their side at a 45 degree angle, and that's great. And their outfits are beautiful and their saddles are beautiful, but that's not the real world when you get on a real horse. Right. And so everybody's goal is to get to that horse show and become a national champion with that horse show horse. And uh, it's a lot of fun. And there's some very competent people, but they're going by man's rules, not horse rules. Mm-hmm. So, um, and people that love, love, love their horses need to have the opportunity to know more about them. So that they are an equine. They're not a human, never will be. Try Stop trying to make them into a human and stop training them. Training is teaching, is, conditioning them so when you're teaching kids in a ball team you do the drills you get you know set up things where the body has to move and that's teaching and so I would love to get rid of the word training because people take it the wrong way they think if they repetition repetition do it do it do it do it it doesn't help it's teaching how to move the feet So that part's very, very important. Now, dressage, what it it really means, it's a French word for horsemanship. (laughs) That's all it is. And all the Western people are scared. But now they're doing Western dressage and cowboy dressage, uh, thanks to, um, oh, I forgot his name in California. Right. They got a new association, right? It's been around a little while and it's really neat to kind of watch. Yeah. Well, I was at one of the, well, I was at, at, um, um, at a show barn in California teaching the uh, reining trainer how to ride reining horses better than her apprentices and helping them, you know, understand what they had to do. And, uh, oh, He's in California and he's wonderful, wonderful. He's his books are good and what he does in it. We had 23 riders that second day we I got to that barn. Wow. And they came in and he taught the Western dressage because he was having a show to introduce them to it. And uh, in anyway, it was wonderful. But 
All they do did was learn how to bend and how to go in a straight line. And there was no horse handling in it. It's hold on tight and manipulate that horse and allow, instead of allowing the horse to do it. But uh, that's what dressage is all about, getting them in hand, getting them collected, and you know, teaching them to pretty much go like they're supposed to go. Well, horse handling science is not like that at all. You know, you're gonna be running wide open and they're say whoa and slide in and roll away and get put a galloping 360 on the top or two and you know and bust out wide open come to a pretty slide and stop and drop the reins and the horse walks out so happy beautiful. as a plant. yeah yeah it's really cool to watch it and i got to ride it and got to do it and oh i can still feel the feel and the thrill of great level horsemanship and monty foreman used to say folks this is not english this is not western this is world horsemanship so my challenge for everybody is let's go to the world level be the most spectacular rider on a horse that anybody ever saw and you know when you look at the uh, movies that are on the, of the 1800s and watch you know the policeman in new york city and everybody's riding with four raids there's a reason why it works better and the horse gets a clearer message of the four commands that they're interested in to the horse they only want to know is it forward is it back is it right is it left and the rhythm is in the elbows not the fingers and not the hands and not the wrists it's just giving, 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 yeah, yeah, giving. And soft hands, give, give, yes, yes. And in Monty Foreman's book published in 83, he talks about giving the bit. And you have to be in rhythm with that movement in the horse. So that bit is never pulled on. So when we pre-cue a horse to tell him something's going to change, we will touch them on the neck and that prepares them. They already start stopping, already get the dorsal flexion, already are waiting. Just wait which way you look. Love it. <laughs> and, Love it. and when you're doing it fast, it's a whole hoot. Wow. We used to have in Arizona, uh, oh, it's been 30 years ago, we had have horse handling, horse shows. And the shows were all jackpot. And it opened to anybody at ever, any level. And so I was the judge for that. And we started it off with everybody coming into the arena in that class that they entered. We had a hunt and jumping and a cow work and um, Western and bareback and you know whatever the cl class was. But I would talk to them and call the, the I've got a, Yes, you do. I was gonna. I didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll move over that. That's Perfect. The, it's the uh, Venetian blind behind you, uh -huh. <laughs> and behind me, in front of me. But anyway, we would call circle, reverse, roll away. You know, at whatever speed I wanted to see them do, and what it did for the riders is it totally relaxed them 
and they weren't on their toes trying to be perfect for a judge and be intimidated by a judge because the judge was helping them and talking to them and encouraging them. Wow. And so five or five minutes or so of that before the class, it was ready to put it in competition. So they were on their honor. So folks were going to speed it up and ask for a, a maneuver and it, it'll be at the canter. And if you make a mistake, excuse yourself and come to the next class come to the next class and try again. And they loved it. It was jackpotted. The first one that we had, a little girl that was about 11 or 12 years old on a nice, well-schooled horse, went out there and blew the barn doors off. Yeah, and the um, we got to the reining part and that involves double 360s and inside rowels and out top and really complicated basic movements that a horse should be able to do with a rider. And when they um, came in, we did again, reviewed, and then put them on the honor system. But then I had three gals out there that were my students that were on really good horses and they were putting triple. When oh we did the freestyle, when, when, when did the freestyle portion of it, and they were totally on their own. And we had already gone through the basic maneuvers of about 15 of them. And when I looked around that, those gals were putting double inside rolls and triple inside rolls and rollaways and triple 360s wow. over the hops and, and trying, to, trying to shake the other gal up. And they were did a great job oh. and had so much fun. I they, and the few horse shows that we had that way were really fun to do. And uh, so it, they said, that's the way horse shows should be. You should be having fun, relaxed, and not feeling like somebody's judging you, but encouraging you to ride well. I love it. I love it. The, the goal is, is to always have a happy horse under you. When you have a happy horse, it'll be on call. Everything you think will be happening automatically because the ju horse judges you by, by your behavior and not your bit. So when they read the legs, they read the hands, they read when you turn your head and shoulders and it gets really simple, you know, with a horse that knows how to keep cantering mm -hmm. and doing cool stuff. <laughs> I had a couple of gals go to the uh, uh, World uh, Freestyle Championships and one wow. was was doing, um, you know, the trucker, um, you know, she's had headlights on that horse and everything, but they messed up the music and, and that, and it was a good routine and the top rider in our state and the other gal was on the Raven and he was the flying purple people eater. Fun. <laughs> and had a big purple cape that when she was galloping all over the hawks, that cape was flying and it was beautiful. And, and uh, she was really on time with that horse. Fabulous riders, fabulous uh, uh, horsemen. And uh, they're just from their own backyard. You know, I love it. 
Yep. It's a plan of a pleasure to get to talk to you oh. and see why. Oh, it was so much fun. I'm so glad she stopped in for the show. And it's so good to hear from you. And thanks for what yeah, you yeah. do. And and uh, I'm telling you, everybody's kind of seen the preview to the show and they love it. They love you. And oh, thank thanks you. Thanks for everything you thank do. You. Yep. Thanks a million. That's, yes, ma'am. That's really fun. And when you're ready to do it again, let's do it again. Let's do it again. We're, we're only on the tip of the iceberg. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Uh huh. My pleasure. Thank you to all the great sponsors of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. If you or your business is interested in being a sponsor of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, please call our office at 830-992-1786 or visit our website, cowboyentrepreneur.com. Hi, I'm Scott Knutson, host of the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, heard on KCAA Fridays, 3 p.m. Pacific. I would like to talk to you about something I'm very passionate about. Those that know me know that I love my coffee in the morning, afternoon, and even late in the evening. I enjoy a good cup of coffee almost any time of the day. Now, I am proud to say that my team at the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show and I have created our own brand of coffee, and I want you to know that we got it just right. We don't put our name on anything unless we are 100% certain that it is the best product available. We have created a wonderful line of coffees offered in whole bean, ground, and K-cups. Any way you like to brew your coffee, well, we have a product for you. Now, each of our coffees carry our brand, the Knutson Family brand, the very same brand that we put on our horses and our trailers, so you know this is a high-quality product. We only use the very best beans available in making our coffees. Just listen to some of these wonderful blends and flavors. Jamaican Me Crazy, Honduran San Marcos, Chocolate Cherry Amaretto, Breakfast Blend, and my very favorite, Haley's Blend. A coffee so good, we named it after my daughter. You can order these coffees today by going online to javacowboy.com. That's javacowboy.com. And if you order today, you can get an extra 10% off your final purchase by just entering the promo code COWBOY on checkout. Remember, that's promo code COWBOY for an extra 10% off. Just go to javacowboy.com to order your coffee today. You may think every weather app is the same until you see WeatherBug over-deliver on so many layers. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug warns you the moment lightning strikes near you, prepares you for your commute with road conditions, routes, and even cameras. With everything from pollen and air quality to severe storm risks, radar, and satellite coverage, Weatherbug prepares you for the unpredictable. Download the Weatherbug app, trusted by over 10 million users, today for free. If you're ready for a Las Vegas vacation, here's an offer you can't refuse. The Vegas Travel Center is offering three days and two nights in Vegas free. Just call 909-406-7400. The offer includes accommodations with two free tickets to Great Las Vegas Entertainment with free meals. So if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you need to jump on this right now. Just call 909-406-7400. Obviously, an offer like this is not going to last. So call now, 909-406-7400 for your three-day, two-night Vegas vacation. That number again, 909-406-7400. Call now. Hello, folks. Matt Rodriguez here your best choice for LA County Sheriff. Personally, I can't recall a time when LA County was in such dire straits as it is today. With skyrocketing crime rates, 
low deputy morale, and a complete disconnect between Sheriff Villanueva and the community he serves. To say we deserve better is a huge understatement. If I was to summarize Alex Villanueva's term as sheriff in one word, that word would be disrespectful. That is why I'm running for LA County Sheriff, to reinstate a sense of respect back into the job. Respect for the people, law enforcement, and the rule of law. Clearly, I cannot accomplish this quest without your help. So please join me on this journey to reinstate respect back into the LA County Sheriff's Office. Go to rodriguezforsheriff.com, donate and volunteer. It would be my honor to have you on the team.